0: to the thing driver.
1: Finest Fine gifts,
2: gifts we bring, pa rum pa pam pam, pam pam, pam Come, they told me, pa pa pam pam. Can it be a newborn yes, king now, to see, pa pa pam Our finest gifts we bring, pa pa pam pam. To lay before the king, ba a b- pom- b- pum- bum pum, b- rump rum bum, bum-, bum- peace, rum- pum, bum- bum- so b- rump a bum pum. again. So to arm, barump a bum pum, when we come. Be... Come on, James, be finished! No, 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 no. I've had it with. It. I can't believe I even let you talk me into this shit. It's not even Christmas anymore. It's over with.
3: <coughs> but, James, the Christmas spirit is alive in everyone that believes in it. Ha ha ha.
2: Well, I don't believe then. How about that?
3: Oh my God, James, you're just like Scrooge, <laughs> Scrooge McDuck.
2: Oh, uh, whatever. You know, I know how the story ends. Okay, you go, you go through time, you see different things, and at the end, you wake up and you're, oh, I'm
1: born again. <laughs> you open the window. You there? What day is it today? Why today?
3: Why is Christmas day?
2: Oh, oh my God, I'm, I'm awoken.
3: I'm filled with love.
2: Yeah, yeah. All right, we get it.
3: James, who hurt you?
2: 2020 hurt me. I'm just kidding. I'm just uh I'm just really being dramatic for effect. But I'll tell you what, the 2020's almost got me. The coronas. That's right. I almost became a victim. Well, not really. I thought I I thought I was a victim. I'll tell you what. I was uh I worked nine days straight, right? And I was supposed to work ten days straight, but my, my ninth day, I came home. After a long day, after a grueling ten hours, and uh, I'm driving home from work, and I start to feel—you ever feel that feeling like the flu is gonna get you, like it's coming, like something's invading your body?
3: Oh, I know how that feels, James.
2: Oh God, not that,
3: James. What? What, what are you applying?
2: Nah, forget it. Forget it. Let's just move right along. Just step right over that tripwire and not set that bomb off. Just keep on walking. So yeah, I'm, I'm getting home and I just feel my body shutting down. I'm like, oh no, here it comes. The Rona got me. I come in the house. I pick my favorite spot on the couch, lay down, and then I proceed to feel sorry for myself and have my wife baby me. You know how it goes, man. <laughs> uh, so I'm laying there and you, I start to feel like my headache, my body aches all over. And I just feel so fucking fatigued. Done. I'm covered up with a blanket. I'm cold, but I'm also hot. That whole thing. I'm like, oh, the Rona got me. I held out this long and it finally got me. And then a little while later, oh, did I have to shit. Oh, did I shit like you wouldn't believe. I will now proceed to try to paint you a mental image with my words of paint. You ever open a a valve to a hose spout thingy and it's just like that quarter turn and it shoots right out with high pressure that's about how it was
3: <laughs> oh my god james we we, we get it we, we can see it james
2: yeah i'm sure you can oh boy and uh i want to i want to share with you something that i invented it's i coined my own phrase all right i i shit so much in this, uh, in this 24-hour period. Um, you ever have the shits where you go and you go and you go and you're finally done. You clean up. You stand up. You wash your hands. I'm like, oh, I gotta go again. And you gotta sit right back down. Yeah. I coined the phrase, déjà poo."
3: James, did, did you stop talking so people can applaud for you?
2: That's right. That's right. That's called an applause break. I just waited because I know you guys are all laughing your asses off. Pun intended. Uh, Yeah, deja vu. Oh boy, deja vu. Did I have that a few times? I think I literally shit about 10 times in a a 24-hour period. Maybe more. So anyway, the next day... I wake up, I'm on the couch because I told the wife, for your protection, I'm going to stay out here on the couch. I don't want to infect you. I'm doing my part.
3: James, why are you talking like an action hero?
2: Because that's how I felt, like an action hero. Okay, maybe she forced me to stay on the couch because she didn't want me to be around her.
1: Hey, you better stay on the couch. I don't want you to get me stuck in the room. I'm
2: like, "Uh, fine, here I will stay. So I stayed. I used a blanket that I normally don't use. This big-ass, giant, thick, comforter-style blanket. And uh, I woke up sweaty, mom spaghetti, and I fucking sit up and I go, hey, I feel all better. I think I sweated it out. I sweated out the Rona. I beat it. James, I don't, I don't think it works like that. Yeah, you're probably right. So I'm figuring, okay, it was just like a 24-hour stomach flute kind of deal, because uh, I feel pretty fine now. And uh, I was a little apprehensive to eat because uh, I was scared, but I ate something and uh, I was okay. And then a few days pass, and a couple of days ago I went to go get a Rona test, and it came back negative. Look at me, fuck you, 2020. I win.
3: James, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't tempt 2020. It's still a couple of days left, James. Yeah, you're right.
2: I'm sorry, 2020. I'm sorry. But once it hits 2021, everything will be all better and go back to normal, right?
3: I don't think that's how it see the James.
2: Yeah, I know. Everyone's like, oh, fuck this year. I can't wait for it to be over. And we all know as soon as that ball drops and it's Happy New Year, everyone can go back to kissing and uh, shaking hands again. Yeah, 2020. Let me tell you about, uh, let me catch you up on my latest 2020 endeavors. So I don't think I spoke to you since, uh, geez, what, when, when's the last time? Let me look it up. I'm curious. You hold on. I'm going to time travel real quick. All right, I'm back. See that? Matter of seconds for you. So I looked it up and uh, November 30th is the last podcast I dropped, which is odd because that was after Thanksgiving and I don't think I mentioned Thanksgiving at all in that last podcast. So let me catch you up right now. Oh boy, I know you're all excited. <laughs> yeah, we didn't do shit. We didn't see no one. Well, I'll take it back. We did shit. Deja poo, James. No, that kind, not that kind of shit. We did some shit here. We just didn't see no one. Like normal, you know. We stayed home. Our first Thanksgiving in solitude. Ever. My first Thanksgiving. <laughs> Not being around anyone. Oh, and I talked to this guy at work too. I kind of felt bad. He's uh this black dude, he's pretty cool. He goes, Hey, what'd you do for Thanksgiving? And I go, Ah, it was pretty lame, man. We just we're all alone, me and the family. Well shit, man. At least you have a family. I was by myself. I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> oh yeah, there's people out there with no families. He's all
1: Shit, I didn't feel like going to the store and getting nothing, so I just got whatever I found in my freezer. Now and, and I watched a, a, a marathon of Shameless. That was my Thanksgiving. I'm like, oh my God, man. Now I'm thankful for what I have. I'm thankful for my family.
3: Thank you, Pilgrims, for murdering the natives and teaching me this lesson.
2: <clears throat> so yeah, we uh we decided to stay busy for Thanksgiving. My kids, I told them, hey. I want you both to pick something that you'd like to make. And you're responsible for making it. Kind of keep them busy, you know, get them a little bit excited. So one kid picked a pumpkin pie, my daughter. She wanted to make a classic pumpkin pie. And my son wanted to get a little bit fancy. And he picked a, how do you say it, pecan or pecan? I've heard both. I say pecans normally, but I think that makes me a fancy fuck. And I think people look down on that. You know, like oh look at this guy—he can't say pecans; he's got to say pecans. Then I heard someone else say, "pecans" is the official way to say it—that it's been settled. I don't know. I know that movie with Clint Eastwood when he got pulled over by the police, uh, the mule. He said, "Hey, what do you got in the back of the truck?" Uh, "I got some uh, pecans." I'm like, "Oh, is that how you say it, pecans?" I mean, if Clint Eastwood says it like that, I guess uh, I guess I can say it like that, pecans. So he made a he made a pecan cheesecake pie <laughs> is, that how, is that what it's called a pecan cheesecake pie it's got cake in the name but uh, it's it, it was like a pie anyway dude these kids killed it man those pies were pretty fucking good that, pe- that pecan cheesecake pie was outrageous pretty damn good um, and then uh, I had my own activity I my mean, wife was busy doing her shit so then, you know, making all the other sides. And I was, my job this year was to deep fry turkey, which I've never done. My only experience with deep fried turkeys, and this is something, you ever get those memories in your head that you don't forget? I think they're called core memories. I have a lot of those that are worthless. They're <laughs> with people that I've met or, or, you know, whatever throughout my life that are not really family. I just have like these core solid memories of random shit. And I don't know why I never forget it. They're just always in my mind. Like this one dude when I, I worked with called uh, Defector. I used to speak of him from years ago. He would be like, Hey, fool, um, if you're going to deep fry a turkey, make sure it's uh, thought out because my cousin, he dropped it in the fryer, frozen, and it fucking
1: shot up in the sky like 50 feet, man.
2: <laughs> so that will always be burned in my memory every time I think about frozen turkey. I think of that stupid fuck and that advice he gave me, which is true, actually. It turns out to be true. Look at that. A complete moron can teach you something. Uh, And so, my other memory of deep-fried turkey is one day... uh Uh-oh.
1: One day, I saw a child playing with a ruby the size of a tangerine. The bandit had been throwing them away. So why steal them? Well, because he thought it was a good sport. Because some men aren't looking for anything logical. Like money. So it can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn. So
2: one day... The wife and I had a friendsgiving. Oh man, how silly you guys are having friends over and calling it friendsgiving. So the whole deal was let's just get together with a bunch of friends. I mean, You know how this shit goes. This is old at this point. You have your uh, your foods, your snacks, a whole lot of drinking, that kind of that kind of thing. So, um, nature boy, woo! He came over and he's like, "I'll deep fry a turkey for you." I don't know why I talk like that. He's not a, he's not an Italian gangster, but. Uh, he brought all the shit. He, uh, he brought, you know, the whole contraption. The oil. I'm not sure if he even supplied the turkey or if I did. I don't remember. But he came over and it went off without a hitch. It was fucking perfect. And I don't remember him taking too many precautions. I just remember him setting it up, doing it, and uh, bada bing, bada boom.
3: James, I-, I thought you said he wasn't Italian.
2: Yeah, yeah, I know. So, yeah, he, he, just, he just made it and it came out perfect and juicy and moist. I know people, <laughs> Some many people hate that word, but so I'm going to say it again. The turkey came out moist and it was great. And the outside is, you know, crispy whole thing. So, you know, how you, you know, why am I describing shit you already know about? <sighs> so anyway, so now it's my turn, right? And I'm looking up all these videos and it's a good way to creep yourself out looking up YouTube videos and especially at what not to do. There's a whole lot of videos out there of what not to do, right? And a lot of these deep-fried turkey videos go, now, t- before you start your deep-fried turkey, you got to be able
1: to be very careful. Take all the necessary precautions. Because every year, 50,000 houses are burned down due to th- deep-frying turkeys. Because people make mistakes and they do it wrong. So don't be one of the statistics. So you're like, oh, fuck, right away.
2: Do I even want to do this anymore? I think I want to not do this. But, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an adventurer. I'm going to go get her. I take risks. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. If Nature Boy can do it, woo, I can do it. Maybe. So uh, I look up all these videos and uh, I was like, all right, I can, I can figure this out. Now here's the problem. I'm a moron. And I decided to deep fry a turkey a couple days before Thanksgiving. Did I have the equipment to do it? No. Did I have a turkey? No. So now I got to go into battle. I got to hit the stores. Okay. I can't Amazon any of this shit. I got to go into the shit. So, uh, I remember at Walmart, like a month ago before this time, I saw a bunch of those Turkey fryers. I'm like, all right, that's where I'm going. I went there. None, nothing left. I'm like, shit. I'm looking on the onlines. Like, oh, come on, please. Let me find something. Please. They're all out, all out, sold out, all out. I finally find one in home Depot. This is like, there's two left. I'm like, oh no, so I'm in the Walmarts, I get the peanut oil, that's what you got to cook it in, I don't know if you're aware that
1: peanut oil is pretty fucking expensive,
2: it's about 10 to 12 bucks for one gallon, you need like four or five gallons, yeah, and then you also need a a very particular sized bird, can't be larger than 18 pounds, and uh, all the ones at the Walmarts are like 25, and uh, 25 plus, I'm like, fuck! So I go to the Walmart or uh, the Home Depot's where the fryer is. I finally find it, grab it, get out. Even though the reviews are kind of shitty, but hey, you can't be too picky at this point. And then uh, I was like, all right, now I got to find a turkey. So I go to the Stater Brothers and I find the perfect turkey, the last one of its kind. I'm like, yes, it's all falling into place. I get my ass home. Now you have to uh, measure the proper amount of water to go inside the pot. So you got to take the turkey out. You gotta take all the gizzards and all that shit out, all the packaging, blah, blah, blah. Um, then you gotta, you know, once it's kind of thought out a bit, you gotta put it in the pot, fill it with water so you know where your line is for oil. And I'm like, all right, there's my line. Boom, everything's ready to go. Then you gotta dry the shit out of the bird. Meanwhile, I'm making my own dry rub. All kinds of herbs and spices. I'm like, KFC, hey, did I can't tell you my secret? I don't even know what the secret is because I just was winging it pun intended so i did my whole dry rub down and i me too the shit out of this bird i had my hands all up in her all inside of her all over the place oh man harvey weinstein would be proud of me so then uh after it's all rubbed down and beautiful looking right you put it back in the fridge leave it for the next day the next day comes thanksgiving day take it out I still don't know what I'm doing. I'm just winging it. I get the stick of butter. I melt it down. Put a bunch of more herbs and spices. Then I have my my injector. And I slide it inside of her. And I inject her. Then I injected the turkey.
3: Oh! James, that's
2: disgusting. I know. So anyways, while I was injecting her, I had the oil heating up. Put the bird on a little racky thing they gave you. And I walked out. And here's what I did wrong. Even though I measured the water level and where I should put the oil, while I'm putting oil in it, I noticed on the pot, it says, do not fill past this line. And I'm like, fuck, I didn't see that before. And my oil level was higher than it said not to go past. And so I'm like, oh, shit, dude. Now I'm starting to get nervous and like, you know, second guess myself. I'm like, well, then I won't go past the fill line. So I didn't. So it's all heated up. I put the turkey in and they're still like... (laughs) There's still like two inches hanging out of the oil. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Like its feet are hanging out. Like oh, I can't have this. And so this is what this is my problem that I made. Or you know, the thing I learned from this whole experience. I should have just went with the, with the way I had it already. Just put it at the line. Because I wound up putting more oil in there to submerge the bird. But now, it's uh, going to take longer to get that oil heated up. So... The bird was
0: slightly,
2: like a little speck overcooked. It wasn't bad, but it should have been taken out a few minutes before. Then it would have been absolutely perfect. But because of that problem, I wasn't sure how to, how long to leave it in now, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. Yeah, so I take it out. Oh, so here's the thing you have. To, here's the most valuable information that you can get from those YouTube videos about deep frying a turkey. You're heating up the oil. Before you put the bird in, turn off the burner. Turn off the fire. That way, if something crazy does happen and you do happen to spill oil, it won't ignite because the oil just ignites fucking suddenly and the whole thing's a mess and it's all on fire and you're killing everything. So turn the burner off, put the bird in. Everything goes safely and smoothly. Then you light the burner back up. When you're taking the bird out, make sure the whole thing's turned off still also. So you don't want to drop any oil and cause any fires. There you go. And that's that. So yeah, uh, after the bird was done, um, come back in, into the house. Everything's all finished. I even threw together. I was like, you know what? I feel like making my own special dish. Something different and new. You ever heard of something called succotash?
1: Suffering succotash.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's the extent of I've heard of it. Maybe you know what it is. I'm not very cultured. It's some kind of uh, a dish with uh, corn, I think. So I just grabbed a couple cans of corn. I chopped up some jalapenos. And what else did I do? Oh, so I made some bacon and I chopped it up into little tiny bits. Um, first, I chopped it all up first into little teeny tiny bacon bits. Then I fried it up, added that, and I put a bunch of other shit. I made this like southwestern succotash. and it was fucking good man Woo, boy it's gonna be my new uh my new entry every year i think i'm gonna if someone invites me over i'm gonna be like they're gonna be like i'll bring the mashed potatoes i'll bring the green bean casserole i'll bring the stuffing i'll bring the southwest succotash what oh you never heard of it that's because i made it up see you on thanksgiving bitch and i'm gonna be famous because you got to think outside the box, boys and girls. Okay? <laughs> yeah, all the food was fantastic. The kids' desserts were great. Oh, man, was it wonderful. Had myself some old fashions. It was lovely. It turns out you'll have a good Thanksgiving by just staying home and being alone. Not seeing anybody. <laughs> oh, shit. I, uh, I wrote some notes down. I think I said 50,000 houses get burned down. It's 4,300 every year. A little bit high. I was a little bit high. 4,300 people burn down their houses every year by deep-fried turkeys gone wrong. So there you go. All right, next up, Christmas time. Christmas time just passed. I don't even know what day it is right now. Let me look it up real quick. December 29th. I haven't, I've been on like that quarantine from work because of the, the possible that Rona thing I told you about, I don't even know what day it is, uh, back to work tomorrow. I'm all clear. Yay. (laughs) So Christmas, we did the same shit, dude. Christmas, we just stayed home. We didn't see anyone. Everyone's all freaked out with the, with the Ronas and, uh, well, and then me possibly being infected. It's like, well, I guess we can't go anywhere. Who the hell knows? Uh, so anyway, we just stayed home. I'll tell you this. I did all my Christmas shopping on Amazon. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of you are doing the same. And they fucked up, man. They f- Amazon fucked me this year. So the wife is a big coffee lover, right? So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get her that fancy-ass Nespresso machine. That's what I'm going to get her. It's not cheap. And I, I ordered it off Amazon and I clicked on there. This is a gift. You know, put it in an Amazon box. Guess how they delivered it. Right in the fucking packaging that Nespresso machine comes in. <laughs> and guess who found the package? It wasn't me. I walk out. Uh, I walk to the living room. And my wife is coming in the door holding the box. I'm like... Oh shit. And she's smiling at me. And I just go, fucking great. This is like a week before Christmas. And she's like,
1: You shut up, you should have Tom, the to it in an Amazon box. I'm like,
2: I did that. Of course I did that. They fucked up. So then it's just, you know, she's like, thank you. I like it a lot. <laughs> And I go, well, do I still wrap it and put it under the tree?
1: Uh, uh, no, I want to use it now.
2: And then she uh, she opened and started using it right away.
1: Oh my God, I'm so happy that I opened it sooner so I can have all these days of enjoying coffee.
2: It's like, okay, I guess it worked out. But man, that's fucking bullshit. Stupid Amazon. <sighs> anyway, um, I got my kids a dartboard i've always you know i've you know i've always wanted a dartboard my whole life
3: james did did you buy your kids a dartboard so you can
2: use it of course i did are you retarded of course that's the dad move the christmas dad move obviously so uh (laughs) i got i got like a really good dartboard man it's uh it's legit the one i think we used to have one and you know it was cheap when i was a little kid uh, and then you know you get like the the shitty plastic ones with a rubber dart. Like those ones are fucking horrible. Or is it r- plastic? Where they the tips bend, they bounce out of the board. It's a it's a big nightmare. So I got a really cool dartboard, like a professional grade. It's like great. Where am I going to put this thing? Like these kids are going to be putting holes all over the walls and shit. And uh, so I put it in the in the garage on the garage door, the side the wooden solid core door, and. I was like, you know what? I'm going to make... This is like my next wood project. I got inspired. Uh, I left the Adirondack chair scene. And now I made a backboard to the dartboard. And I put it all together. Looks really fucking cool. Pretty proud of it. And I even, you know, slightly stained it. It looks pretty, pretty nice. Pretty, pretty good. I hang it up. Looks real good. Everything's locked and loaded. We go to throw the darts. And my wife goes uh my son goes here mommy try it okay she fucking throws it misses the dartboard misses the back the wooden backboard and hits the door (laughs) like her first throw and my daughter comes out i'm like hey give it a shot i don't like this game like just why don't you try it she throws a dart hits the door throws a dart hits the door I go, hey come on dude try to hit try to throw it up higher
3: I, I don't like this game.
1: I told you. I'm like,
2: oh. look, do this, do that, do this, do that. Then it hits like the bottom of the dartboard. But she just walks away disappointed. So I guess girls can't play darts. Because uh, now I have like five holes in my door, all thanks to females. All right. So uh, yeah, you know, not very exciting on the Christmas thing. We did we did pretty much Christmas on Christmas Eve this year. We just we had the the I. We didn't make any tamales. We didn't do shit, dude. I just found some at the uh, like Northgate. I got some tamales, and we had a tamale dinner, Christmas Eve. Opened up the gifts. Just said, "Fuck it, let's just do it now. Just us get it over with. Who cares?" Uh, watched Home Alone. Uh, there you go. Had some old fashions again. <laughs> I think I see a theme forming. And then we uh, we all wore black, and we sat around the Christmas tree, and we posed for a family Christmas photo. Even had the dog in there. And we, you know, we're trying to we're trying to join in the festivities. Everyone wearing their stupid bullshit matching pajamas, so uh, we did it too. <laughs> we just all looked very miserable and and depressed. So, uh, Merry Christmas, everyone! Yay. <laughs> All right, let's just move right along. I'm going to try something a little different. Let's see let's see how it goes. Hopefully it goes well. I don't know. A new segment. This day in history. Now, I haven't looked ahead. I don't know what uh what we will find or if it will be anything good at all. Let's see. Uh all right. On this day, December 29th, 1890, in one of the final chapters of America's long Indian Wars. Oh boy, here we go. The US Calvary, cavalry, not cavalry, cavalry kills between 150 and 300 Sioux at Wounded Knee on the Pine Ridge Reservation in South Dakota. Jesus Christ. Oh man. Uh, December 15th, 1890, Reservation Police tried to arrest Sitting Bull, the famous Sioux leader. You know Sioux, the Native American tribe. Uh, They mistakenly believed he was a ghost dancer and killed him in the process. Oh boy. Increasing tensions. On December 29th, the U.S. Army's 7th Cavalry surrounded a band of ghost dancers under the Sioux Chief Bigfoot near Wounded Knee Creek, and they demanded they surrender their weapons. It went something probably like this. Hey there, you filthy heathens! Surrender your weapons! At once! And they didn't. Because why would you? You've all, you've all seen the movies. As soon as you put your weapons down, that's when they kill you, right? Anyway, so while that's going on, I guess, uh, one of the Native Americans or one of the officers, army guys, got a little handsy and someone shot someone. And it all went downhill from there. What followed was a brutal massacre. 150 to, to 300 Sioux were killed. Half of those were women and children. The cavalry lost 25 men. I also read that. Uh, well, I'll, I'll say that afterwards. The conflict at Wounded Knee was referred to as a battle, but in reality, it was an avoidable massacre. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, the conflict came up again in 1973, when it was an activist groups sat around and said, "Hey, that's that was wrong." Okay, so yeah. And then I read somewhere that 20 of these soldier guys got the medal of honor for their actions for slaughtering a bunch of uh, native americans you believe that shit ah wow i didn't really know about this massacre at wounded knee this day in history yeah if you're white you should feel really ashamed of yourself at this point i'm half white i feel pretty bad half of me i'm conflicted i've got native american blood in me too i'm like you know I'm a
1: walking paradox
2: yeah what do you you want so uh man maybe this isn't such a good idea for a segment (laughs) is it all gonna be like this I don't know let's put a spotlight on it go out there and hug a Native American uh yeah happy Thanksgiving oh Jesus alright speaking of speaking of angry white men have you guys heard this one
0: you're back here in Hollywood making movies right now because of us because they
2: believe in us and what we're doing
0: I'm on the phone with every studio at night, insurance companies, producers, and they're looking at us and using us to make their movies. We are creating thousands of jobs, you I don't ever want to see it again, ever. And if you don't do it, you're fired. And I see you do it again, you're gone. And anyone on this crew does it. That's it. And you too. And you too. And you. Don't you ever f***ing do it again. No apologies. You can tell it to the people that are losing their f***ing bones because our industry is shut down. It's not going to put food on their table or pay for their college education. So I'm sorry. I'm beyond your apologies. I have told you and now I want it. And if you don't do it, you're out. You're not shutting this f***ing movie down! Is it understood? If I see it again, you're f***ing gone. And so are you. So you're going to cost him his job. And I see it on the set, you're gone. And you're gone.
2: I gotta tell you, man. I have only heard good things about Tom Cruise. Ever. I've never heard a dick story about Tom Cruise. I've heard people say he's a weirdo. I've heard people say that Scientology crew is, creep, is creepy. He's creepy. I don't know, whatever, but I've never heard anything, but yeah, he's a really nice guy. And yeah, he learns everybody's name on set. Even the person that's like at the craft food service table. Everyone. Oh, hey, how you doing, Bill? Wow, he knows my name? That kind of thing. For him to be this pissed off, you know, people started shitting on him right away. But I listened to it and it's like, I get it. (laughs) That sounds like this has been an ongoing issue. This is like a COVID thing, right? Someone not wearing their mask or being too close or whatever the fuck it is. Being a little too careless. And yeah, I'm on this dude's side. I get it. And uh, because he's the star of the show, you know, he's got to take responsibility and get on people's asses. Yeah, some people are fucking off. It's like, hey, 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 whoa, what are you doing? Everyone's relying on us. Like you said, thousands of jobs are on the line, and you guys are fucking around. So yeah, I'm supporting this guy. I don't I don't know why people are shitting on him. I think for the most part, I hear people in support of Tom. But uh, yeah, I I dug it. <laughs> I get it. It sounds like uh like I said, it sounds like it's been an ongoing issue, and he finally just fucking had it. Finally blew it. So I totally get that one. I'm on Team Tom. <laughs> Now I'm gonna play you an, an old famous one from Christian Bale, you know this one. This is when this dude in the background is just dicking around and is just fucking up his whole scene for him. I spliced a bunch of it because it was, it's pretty long but uh, I chopped it up. You, you, you'll get the gist, here you go.
4: I want you off the fucking set, you prick. sorry. No, don't just be sorry, think for one fucking second. The, the fuck are you doing? Are you professional or not? Yes, I am. Do I fucking walk around and rip down? No, shut the fuck up, Bruce. Do I want? No, no, don't shut me up. Am I gonna walk around and rip your fucking lights down in the middle of a scene? Then why the fuck are you walking right through? Ah, da, 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 like this in the background. What the fuck is it with you? You got any fucking idea about, hey, it's fucking distracting having somebody walking up behind Bryce in the middle of the fucking scene. Give me a fucking answer. What don't you get about it?
0: I was looking at the
4: light. Oh good for you. And how was it? I hope it was fucking good because it's useless now, isn't it? Okay. Fuck's sake, man, you're amateur. You're unbelievable, man. You're unfucking believable number of times you're strolling the fucking around in the background I never had a DP behave like this I wanna fucking kick your fucking ass you know shut up for a second alright I'm gonna go do you want me to go fucking trash your lights do you want me to fucking trash them then why are you trashing my scene you are trashing my scene you do it one more fucking time and I ain't walking on this set if you're still hired I'm fucking serious you're a nice guy you're a nice guy, but I don't fucking cut it when you're bullshitting and fucking around like this on set.
2: Boom. <laughs> and here and this is the worst. This is the worst part. Here, here's how he ends it. Ready? This this one heart, hurts my heart the most. Listen to this.
4: Seriously, man. You and me, we're fucking done professionally.
2: Oh it's over. It's over. That means he lost future jobs. And he's gonna the word's gonna get out. This guy's a fuckhead. And uh, that's it. He's done for. (laughs) I got to tell you, man. Christian Bale sounds like a lunatic. But I'm on Christian's side, too.
3: James, you can't talk to another human being like that. It's degrading. It's just not right, James.
2: I don't give a shit. Look, the the deal is they're making a fucking movie. These actors got to get in this specific mindset. I know. Oh, it's just acting. They can turn it on and turn it off. Yeah, but they're getting to this emotional level. Whatever the hell he's got to do. I'm assuming the scene is pretty heavy. And he's getting in this mindset. And he's, uh, you know, he's he's gonna about to deliver. And here's some fucking moron walking around where he shouldn't be. <laughs> Messing everything up. Yeah, I get it. I get him, like, blowing his shit. If he's already in this emotional headspace and then it's got to go somewhere, there it goes. This idiot. And the fact, like... I chopped up the whole thing, but you can hear him, like, once in a while going, uh, no, that's, no, that's not what I was doing. Uh. It's like, you can just tell he's a fucking idiot. Who knows? I mean, I don't know these guys. And apparently, uh, according to Christian Bill, you're you're a nice guy. You're a nice guy, but you're fucking more. <laughs> and you notice how he was going back and forth between uh, his British and uh, his American accent. That was probably my favorite part, but, uh. Yeah, man, these, like, these guys get a lot of attention when they fucking flip out. And it's like, look, look. But it's totally one-sided. You know, they're just trying to cause a bunch of drama. Like, look what he's doing. He's yelling like a maniac. Yeah, but you don't know what the other guy did. That's not an excuse. You shouldn't talk to someone like that. Bullshit. I've known some big fucking morons in my time. And they deserved it. All right, that's it. All I'm saying is, see, give them the benefit of the doubt. Right away, they, they put out some of these clips and it's like, look at this guy's being an asshole. But is he? Is he? I don't fall for it. Yeah, I mean, I like these guys as actors, but uh, but still. I'm not being biased, am I? I, think, I just think I know too many morons that need a good yelling at. <laughs> so I'm with you guys. All right, let's start moving along, shall we? What's next? Well, I suppose we can start wrapping this thing up. Uh, finalizing, coming, start to uh, descend with the landing here. It is the end of 2020, the the most ridiculous fucking year of my lifetime. I imagine most of your lifetimes as well. I mean, how could you top this one? Um, unless you live through the 1920 Spanish flu pandemic. If you're that old, I imagine you're not listening to this horseshit. But uh, if you have, I guess we should stop <laughs> bitching because you've seen far worse. But if you haven't. If you're relatively young, this is by far the worst year of your lifetime. And everyone thinks, this, of course, when it when it's over with, when it's 2021, all our hopes and dreams will start to come back. But uh, hey, what if 2020, what if this is like the beginning of even a worse year?
3: Oh my God, James, you can't say that.
2: Yeah. These are just words. What's going to happen? Uh, all right, so. To end this year, I thought it would be a nice time to look back on all the great people that we lost throughout this year. You wanna do that? And on a positive note? Uh oh Jesus. Okay, so check this out. I'm gonna go backwards. I just started like looking. Usually every year I do an I do an end of the year show where I talk about uh uh the, the best songs and best movies, but I'm not gonna do that shit this year because there's like nothing to choose from. Who gives a fuck? Um, but a whole lot of people died, so I guess I'll still stick with the death list. So check this out dude. I'm gonna go from the end of the list that they gave me on this website because it's gonna get progressively better. If I start from the top, it's gonna like it's like you're blowing your load and just working down to like the bottom. But check this out. look how many people famous people died this year. It's crazy. I, out of all the years I've been doing this show, I don't think the the, the death list has ever been so action packed with heavy hitters that it is this year. It's nuts. So this guy, and we'll start with this guy named, uh, he's an icon from Bollywood. That's the Indian Hollywood. You know the Indians, right? The dot, not feather. His name is uh, Irfan Khan. You know him. He was on Slumdog Millionaire and Life of Pi. You'll know him if you see him. He died at 53 from a colon infection. Jesus. Oh, boy. That's got to be a way to go. Um... I think I'm going to die of a colon infection, too, because I'm an asshole. All right, moving right along. Uh, Let's see. Oh, this dude. He was on Game of Thrones, The Exorcist, a Star Wars movie, and I just saw him last night. (coughs) We watched uh, Minority Report. He was the old man. You've seen him. His name is Max von Sydow, 90 years old. He's dead, but... uh. Yeah, man, Hollywood heavy hitter right there. You've he's been in a shitload of movies. You've seen him for sure. Alright, this next guy is uh I've always heard him his name in the conversation for who's the best drummer of all time? Neil Pert from Rush. I'm not a big Rush fan, but everyone always talks about how great this guy was. died of brain cancer at 67. Huh. Guess he was in uh No Rush to Nah, whatever. I'm not gonna try. <laughs> That's bullshit. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, uh, let's see. Next up, let's keep going up the list. Uh, black lady, black lady, white lady. Not the black lady. A lot of black ladies died this year. Uh, cowboy. Mm, baseball player. Mm, don't know who that guy is. Oh. oh, this guy from All My Children. He's dead. My grandma used to watch that show all the time. That's why when I saw his face, I'm like, oh, not him. But no one else cares. Uh, let's see. Uh, nope. Nope. Sorry. Come on, give me a come on, give me a real famous one here. Oh, here we go. John Prine, he's a country guy, country singer, super famous. A lot of guys drop his name as a big inspiration. Died of complications to coronavirus, son of a bitch. Seventy three years old, and the Rona got him. You know what? On a side note, you know that uh, we I discussed about the Rona. If uh, anyone in your family has gotten it, if you know anyone, this and that, right? Guess guess what? One of my family members has is positive for the Rona, my grandmother. You believe that? On my white trash side. She's positive. And uh, she was a smoker for about 60 years and has had some cancers and whatnot. And she's pulling through it. Don't you think that's fascinating how some people, they're just goners and this woman, who's had who's a super high risk, goes right through it. I even heard of another woman that's like what ninety. She got through it. It's fucking nuts, crazy. All right, let's see what else. Uh, come on, yo, you hear about this chick that was with Drew Carey, a Hollywood sex therapist? She was uh, Drew Carey's fiance, but then I think she broke it off, or maybe he did. I don't know. Uh, she's killed by her boyfriend. You believe that? Wow. Oh, she's dead. Uh, let's see. Next up. Oh, here we go. Now we're getting to some some big names here. Kenny Rogers. Yeah. You remember that guy? You got to know when to hold him. Know when to fold him. Yeah, that guy. Famous singer, man. From the uh, 70s, 80s. And he died of 81 from natural causes. But most famously known for Kenny Rogers Roaster's Chicken House. Oh, did we go to the roasters many a time with my family. And it was pretty damn good, I have to admit. Well, he's dead. All right, so uh, next up, let's see. We got, uh-oh. Inside the actor's studio, James Lipton. 93 years old. Some would even say
1: the greatest actor studio host of all time.
2: Now, that guy, you've seen the show before. Uh, you, And if you haven't, you've missed out. Well, he's dead. 93. Uh-oh. Here's a legend. Kirk Douglas. Spartacus. 103 years old. Dang. Look at that. What a life this guy's had. You know how many bras this guy probably dipped his tuna in? Dipped his tuna in? Is that an expression? Well, if it isn't, it is now. Uh, he's dead. All right, let's see. Betty Wright. Not Betty White. This is a black one. Betty Wright. R&B singer. Cleanup woman. I don't know what that one is. She's dead. 66 from cancer. Uh, oh boy. Here we go. Jerry Stiller. You know who this is. If you watch Seinfeld. First of all, he's Ben Stiller's father. He was on Seinfeld and King of Queens. But he was a
1: serenity now.
2: Uh, What was the, what was the famous one? Come on. Come on, brain. It just happened a festivus for the rest of us oh that guy's great 92 years old Uh uh-oh little richard dude little richard's the shit man 87 from bone cancer
3: james did he like bone
2: oh boy there's rumors he was fluid uh man what what balls this guy had to be out there in like uh in mascara dancing around and you know being flamboyant back in the 50s. It's fucking nuts. Legend. Legend. Uh, let's see. Who else? Oh, Fred Willard. You know that guy. Uh, Spinal Tap, best in show. He's, he's been in a bunch of shit. 86 years old, natural causes. That's pretty good. Uh, I, th- I thought that was Bill Clinton. Nope. Some other white guy. Let's see. Uh, Okay, I think we're going to start... Getting to the big, big, huge names. Oh, never mind. This guy, Ian Holm. He's from the Hobbit movies. Kind of creepy looking dude. He's even though he's smiling at me right now in this photo. Still a little hint of evilness in his face. Died at 88. Oh, he was an alien. Wasn't he the uh, cyborg? Android? What was his name? Andy? K-pop singer. Asian guy with bleached blonde hair. There's plenty of those to go around, so he won't be missed. Uh, let's see, Carl Reiner, another legend, ninety-eight years old. I think he's the guy. Wait, was he involved with uh, All in the Family? Come on, Dadis,
0: Archie.
2: And that was his son, Rob Reiner. Never mind, scratch that. Uh, Hugh Downs, TV personality, ninety-nine years old. Yeah, yeah, a lot of old timers. Charlie Daniels. The devil went down to Georgia, 83 years old, suffering from a stroke. Maybe he's playing his fit a little too fast. What do you say there, Charlie? Slow down, buddy. He's dead, James. Oh, all right. Carry on. Do you think he went down to go see the devil again?
3: James, that's that's important. All right.
2: Oh man. Oh boy. Beautiful woman. Kelly Preston. Oh Jesus. You know, I'm not ashamed to say I haven't pleasured myself to this woman multiple times. She was fucking hot as shit. She looked good in Jerry Maguire. And oh, does she look amazing in Twins? There's Arnold who's buff most everywhere, from bulging arms to derriere. And Danny, he is short and fat and something, something beat the blood. What a perfect pair. But we're brothers, identical twins, as you can see. Why watch another movie when you can see two of me? Well, she's dead. Uh, John Travolta's wife also. Oh, next one. Uh, Glee star Naya Rivera, 33. What a weird death this was, huh? Remember she was with her son all alone on a pontoon boat on a California lake somewheres. And all of a sudden she says, I'm going for a swimmy poo. And then uh, that's it. Never came up. Left the sun on the boat, and they found him. And then later on, they found her, and that's it. Wait a minute. It says here, eerily on the seven-year anniversary of her Glee co-star, Corey Monteith. No shit. I didn't know that. Creepy. All right. Some old-timey chick, weird-looking chick, uh, Johnny Nash. Oh, I can see clearly now the red is gone. Well, now you're gone, buddy. 80 years old. He's dead. All right, let's see. Uh, oh, Regis Philbin. Who wants to be a millionaire? Live. Age of 88. He was not sick, but he died in his sleep. Hmm. There you go. He's dead. Uh, oh, this is a sad one. Oh, boy. Chadwick Boseman. The Black Panther. Uh, Jackie Robinson, James Brown. I just watched his movie recently. The last movie he was in called... Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. I really enjoyed that movie. He did fucking great. One of my, A couple of my friends tried to watch it and they said they couldn't watch it because it was too black. I'm basically summing up what they're saying. But uh, I really enjoyed it. The wife and I really dug it. He did a great job and uh, some really good metaphors in that movie. Check it out, I think it's worth it. His Swan Song, forty-three years old. That's fucked up, man. He had so much. You know what's you know what's the worst part? And uh, don't take this the wrong way. Maybe it, maybe you can. Worst part is a lot of these, uh, a lot of black people finally got this, like young black people got this. Uh, <laughs> I'm already sounding terrible. <laughs> oh Jesus! They finally got their own character in the superhero world you know one that really shines and then he's gone after one you know solo Black Panther movie he's been in the other Avenger movies but you know like to have his own it could have been like a bunch of them he could have been a hero for the black community for a long time and dead it's fucked up you probably took that the wrong way but uh it wasn't intended to be that way all good things were intended with what I just said anyway uh next up Oh boy, Eddie Van Halen, fucking legend, 65, icon, that dude can shred, Um, nothing but respect for that guy, I, I'm not going to say anything mean, oh, here we go, next up, I already did my little tribute to this fucking guy, so uh, Sean Connery, 90 years old, want to hear my tribute to him, go back to the last show, I think it was pretty good, 90 years old, he's dead. Uh, alex Trebek stage 4 pancreatic cancer 80 years old that's a pretty good run still for having a uh, pancreatic cancer right 36 years old or 36 years sorry with uh, jeopardy um here's your daily double he is dead answer who is alex trebek <laughs> that's fucked up i'm sorry i'm sorry all right and uh, of course number 1 the one that started it all it feels like it Kobe Bryant, 41 years old, helicopter crash January 26th, son of a bitch, I'm looking at his face and, uh, ah, I can't say nothing to me about him, all right, they're all dead, so, uh, that's that, what a great year, huh, boys and girls, (laughs) and besides them, hold on, let me, uh, let me see. Let me see something real quick. Global death from COVID. Look at that. Pops right up. What are we looking at so far. 24,544. I mean, I know it's not a lot in the grand scheme of things, but um, still, I mean, those people are dead. So that's pretty fucked up, right? All right. So uh, nice way to end the show, I suppose. I can't do that to you guys, let's let's try to swing it back to the happy times way, with the little segment I like to call, Stallone Stands Alone.
1: Sylvester Stallone is a fine American actor. Some would even argue, the greatest actor to ever grace the screen. One might wonder, what if Sylvester Stallone was cast in a movie, as opposed to the actor that was actually in the movie? Would it have been better? Today, we find out the answer to that very question, when we place Sylvester Stallone playing Macaulay Culkin's character of Kevin McAllister in Home Alone. And here it goes...
2: Hey, like, everyone in this family hates me, you know? Then maybe you should ask Santa for a new family. I don't want a new family. I don't want any family. Families suck. Just stay up there. I don't want to see you again for the rest of the night. And I don't want to see you again for the rest of my whole life. I don't want to see anybody else either. I hope you don't mean that. You'd feel pretty sad if you woke up tomorrow morning and didn't have a family. Uh, no I wouldn't. Then say it again. Maybe it'll happen. I hope I don't see any of you jerks again, you know?
1: Well, I for one think it's abundantly clear that Stallone brought a much deeper depth and complexity to the character of Kevin McAllister. But alas, it was not meant to be. Thank you for joining me. This has been a special Christmas edition of Stallone Stands Alone.
2: Alright! It's time to start closing the show out with a little segment I like to call I Fancy That! It's beautiful. 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 It's wonderful. Wonderful. It's... I fancy that. Fancy, fancy. Fancy what styles are about. Alright, I fancy that is a segment in which I talk about something positive. Something that makes me happy. Something that I fancy. I got a couple this week. I fancy the Mandalorian season two. Oh my god, how good was that shit? No spoilers. No spoilers, but if you were a real fan, you'd be all caught up by now. But God damn it! Did you think they would top the first season? How cool and stylish it was! Uh, no, it's pretty badass, dude. It's a pretty fucking cool show, and I'm I'm really digging that Star Wars is making a cool comeback because I mean they've been shitting on it for years now. Uh, dude, it's a uh, it's pretty fucking cool. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm. It's short and sweet. Mandalorian. I fancy that. Uh, Next up, speaking of Disney, I had an issue with Disney Plus. Um, My son got a PS5 from his grandfather for his birthday.
3: Oh, my God, James. He is so spoiled.
2: Uh, You could say that. He never wants anything. He never asks for anything. And uh, this is the only thing he's really asked for besides, I think this in like a baseball bat that his grandfather's got like he's always asking what do you want what do you want
3: I don't want anything I don't want nothing no 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 I don't want anything
2: so he, he finally asked for something and uh and he somehow they found it for him <laughs> I don't even know they got my wife was somehow able to get it and uh he reimbursed her but yeah so we have a ps5 now and um I was gonna put the uh, disney plus on it because we have the tv in this separate area and so we're putting the disney plus on and there's a problem And all of a sudden, I can't get into it. And I can't get in on the other TV, my normal PS4. I can't get on it either. I'm like, son of a bitch. It locked me out somehow. So anyway, long story longer. Now, I called the the Disney Plus people, and it wasn't some person in a foreign land. Look, if you call tech support, most of the time, you're going to get either a person from India. Hello, how can I help you? What do you need me to help you with? Did you try unplugging it and plugging it back in, sir? Or you can get a a person of color from this country that's not from this state. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, can I help you with some? How you doing? How's everything going? I'm not saying what color that is. Um, you know, I'm just fucking around. Who cares? But no, my point is this dude that answered the phone was so fucking professional, so patient. And he solved all the issues. He's like, uh, sir, can you please give me the, uh, what is that, the name of that thing? Like they see where, you're, they see where you are in the internet. <laughs> I'm not a tech guy. Whatever the hell that number is. It's like so many digits. He's like, uh, sir, can you go on this website and it tells you what that number is? I'm like, all right. And he was so patient. He fucking took care of everything and got me going and even waited. Uh, sir, go ahead and try that now. Try that code on your uh, PS4 and see if that works. And it did, and he's like, okay, so why don't you go to the other room where the PS5 is and try it there as well, and I'll make sure that uh, you're good to go before we do disconnect it. And everything was taken care of. And it was lovely, because I'm like banging my head against the wall trying to figure this shit. Like, what,
1: the, what is the problem? I entered the code, why isn't it working?
2: I turned to my dad.
1: Why isn't it working? Shit, goddammit, son of a bitch!
2: But this guy, uh, he helped solve all my problems. And I was so happy. You might even say, I fancy that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's it. When you finally get a hold of someone on the phone that actually helps you. That's my point. Uh, you know what? I got one more fancy. I'll throw one more in there. Do you remember last episode when I talked about taking guys' advice? And if they're, uh, you know, if, there's, if they're older than you and they offer you some advice, they know something. Like my dad says, I know a thing about a thing or two. So why not take that advice? This time... I was the old timer that gave the advice and the youngster took my advice. It made me feel good. So I don't know if you are aware of this. You probably are if you're a friend of mine or a listener. I had my balls cut off.
3: James, you literally had your balls cut off?
2: Well, no, I got a vasectomy, and they snipped. My balls are just kind of like floating in there and not attached to anything. Anyway, when it first happens, it's very painful. The pressure of your ball sack hanging is causes a lot of pain. And like an idiot, I didn't take the doctor's advice at the time and wear a jock strap right away. So I was in so much pain. Then I got a jock strap and it was life-saving. Like, oh my god, all the pain is gone. Not all of it, but you know, the pain that could be avoided was. So anyway, this guy I know recently had a groin injury, thinks he might have a hernia. And he's like, dude, it's like it fucking hurts. And I go, man. He's describing the painting makeup model. That sounds just like what happened to me when I got snipped. I go, so here's what you gotta do. You gotta get a jock strap. He goes, Really? I'm like, yeah, dude, it's a lifesaver. Oh, all right. He's like, Well, yeah, maybe we'll look into that. Anyway, days later, he lets me know he took my advice. He got a jock strap and it's a lifesaver. God damn, that I feel so like nice inside and warm and fuzzy. I'm like, look at this guy. He took my advice, he's doing it. Yay! I helped someone. So, those three things. The Mandalorian Season 2. The Disney Plus Customer Service Man giving me customer service. And someone taking my advice. All those things. I fancy that! All right, and now
1: it's time for the darker side of life. That's right, it's time for the legendary
2: fuck you moment in here. We... (sighs) Fuck you! <sighs> the fuck you moment is the opposite of fancy It's when I get to get negative again. Oh, I get to complain, whine, jump, scream up and down and bitch. All right. Fuck you moment. Here we go. Oh boy. I really want to say fuck you to automatic flushing toilets. Do you know about these? So at my work, they had the flushable ones. Because I transferred from one place to the other. And the the place I transferred from had the automatic flushings, which I hate. Then I came to my new location, and they have the old school flusheroos. I'm like, all right, back to business. Then they recently had them upgraded. Aww. Now they're automatic too. I can't escape it. The future is now. What I hate about it is when I got to take a shit, and I go to work, and I put that stupid ass gasket down, by the time like, I turn around to sit down, it flushes automatically and sucks my ass gasket down. Now I'm back at square one. What about if someone's in a stall a couple stalls away, they can hear all the action. They know what just happened. Now I got to do the whole thing all over again. How embarrassing. And also, what if I'm in a hurry? Now I got to add more time to this process. It's happened to me where it's gone like three times in a row where it took my ass gasket, bro. You know what I had to do? I had to turn around with my, with my pants down and then maneuver to put the paper down as I'm sitting down. Not an easy task, but necessary. Yeah, I don't like them. I don't like them. Is there a way to block the sensor before, while you're sitting down? I don't know. The technology is way more advanced than me. I can't handle it. I just don't like it. I, I like the power to flush myself. Okay, that's what I like. Is it too much to ask? To leave it the old way. And besides that, they keep flushing on their own, wasting water. I just, the whole thing's a bad idea. Anyway. (laughs) Next up. Uh, You know what? I want to say fuck you to this situation. You're driving down the street. You see an attractive woman walking down the street away from you, like, oh, look at this. Look what we have here. Look at that flowing dark hair and that nice womanly physique curvature figure, right? Then they turn their head and it's a man, baby. Oh, is there anything worse? I got duped. It happened recently. I saw an attractive lady. what turned out to be an attractive fella. I'm not too happy with that. That situation does not go easy on me. It is funny though. It makes me laugh every time. I don't really get angry. It's hilarious, but it's like you know. Oh, look at this hot looking chick. Wow, look at her. I wonder what kind of nice face she's got. Oh no, five o'clock shadow. <laughs> Abort. <laughs> it's happened. It's happened to me many times. I'm not gonna. You know, I won't lie about it. So fuck you to that. And last one. Last but not least. I know they're all weak, but what do you want? What do you want from me? Last but not least. For work, I use a GPS quite often. I go to frequent locations to save lives and whatnot. And I got to tell you, man, I think that a lot of these businesses are paying off the GPS company. Google Maps, whatever it is, are they taking a cut to play favorites with certain businesses? Have you noticed that when you put in certain uh, restaurants, like let's say you're looking for fast food, it won't show you all the restaurants around. It'll only show you like this group it's like, and then if you zoom in, why didn't that place come up? That's interesting. Well, what about this? Has this happened to you? You know, the GPS is telling you what to do as you're driving, and it goes, uh, "Turn right ahead after the Bank of America with a drive-through ATM." It's like, what? Why couldn't you just say, "Turn right on Main Street"? No, turn right after the AT after the Bank of America with a drive-through ATM. Is that all necessary? I've even heard it say, you know, turn after the Starbucks at the drive the drive through Starbucks. Like, um, just tell me the street names. <laughs> really weird. It just sounds like you know maybe Bank of America paid a little bit of extra money to have their their name, not to mention their drive through feature featured on the GPS. I don't know. I don't know. Am I crazy? Am I reading too much into it? I don't think so. It's a little too fishy to me. Hmm. I've even heard the same thing with Yelp. If you pay a little extra money, we'll uh, make your shit pop up sooner than the other people, right? I got a buddy that owns a restaurant. Said so they came in and asked them to pay them like five hundred bucks, and uh, they'll give them some good reviews or some shit. Like we'll give you f- we'll give you so many likes. Like what? That's how this shit works. It's a bit, it's fucking gross. So anyway, fuck you to automatic flushing toilets. Fuck you to girls that turn out to be guys that fool me. And also fuck you to GPS thing that I don't like. All that stuff. Fuck you. Fuck you. Oh, mama. Another one bites of dust. That's it. Another podcast. Another year. Another time that stupid fat fuck can say, another one. That useless piece of shit. Anyhow, I'd like to end this show with some, ah, a little bit of positivity. So Chris Cornell was uh, one of my favorites, favorite singers who passed away in 2017. But he recorded an album of covers in 2016. He played all the instruments, did all the singing, pretty cool. And it just came out this year, this month actually. And I've listened to it. And there's some good stuff on there. And he sings his balls off on a few of those songs. And uh, there's one song that really stands out to me. I like it a lot. I've never heard the original. Again, these are all cover songs. So I will play it for you now. Chris Cornell from the album, No One Sings Like You Anymore. And the song is called, You Don't Know Nothing About Love. Aw. So uh, I'll play that now. 2020. Go fuck yourself, all the listeners, friends, family. Keep your heads up. And as always, stay dangerous, my friends. Sending nothing but love. But according to Chris Cornell, you don't know nothing about love. (laughs) Hit it.